Yo, I think we're integral. We're boisterous. We proud. We're authentic. Definitely unorthodox. Relatable also. And slightly unapologetic. Very. That's Anna. That's Chrissy. And, and together, together we, we are, are to each his own. own. Join us every Sunday for the Black Girl Magic behind the mic. Bye. See you soon. Bye. Welcome back, y'all, for another episode of To Each His Own Podcast. We are now in the month of December. And the shit is getting the shit is getting critical. So cheers to the last month of the year. I need your cup of Justin. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cheers. Let me get another cue. Let me see. A little ombre. Mm-hmm. Oh, is it? Oh, okay. See, the way the light was hitting, I couldn't see. That's why I said, let me see. Oh. You know you know, I can't see. Oh. Yeah. Why you got to look like a baby holding a sippy cup with two hands like that? Why you got to hold that fucking cup with two hands? Mm. I don't want to go down the road. Too hard. I didn't eat, so. Mm-hmm. Trying to let it go down smooth. I didn't have nothing in there. I didn't even. I tried to eat me. Before I came here, I, it wasn't enough to not to hold it down. Mm-hmm. Mm. Well, anyway, I, I am Chrissy. And it is I, Authentic Anna. And together we are. To, to each, each his, his own. own. Well, Anna, you want to go ahead and get into the, the shits this week? Go ahead and slide into the what's going on. I don't know. And see I mean, what's I'm going on in the streets. Well, I... I had to take a deep breath when I when I saw you. I said, "Why would she put this on here?" Right. When this when I saw this this tired ass hoe. Cause she made complete sense. She did. Man. I said, but I'm like, I'm like, why would I? I said, I, you was you was on some me shit putting this on here. I didn't think you would put this on here, something like this on here, but you was on some me shit putting it on here. Only because I was having the conversation with somebody the other day. <laughs> they was making it a point to say that somebody somebody. This in their thirties shouldn't be dating an older guy. Like, like who keep trying to fucking read me? Why do I feel like it's always somebody in your life trying to read me? No, it was really based on something that they experienced at Thanksgiving. So that's why it was so funny. I thought that that was very funny. I says, <laughs> wait a minute. Well, what happened at Thanksgiving? I don't know. I wasn't there. Oh, they ain't tell the story. No, they told me the story, but um, I don't know how everything. I mean, you know, somebody Unfolded. tell you the story, but you don't. Okay. I'm just like, well, you all you can do is be happy for a person. Like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> well, if I show up, listen, I told my mom, I said, listen, if I show up at Thanksgiving or holiday season one day with a sugar daddy, I don't want nobody looking at me fucking sideways. <laughs> okay, because you already know how I get down. Well, she like a sugar daddy. And who would this be? I said, I don't know. I'm working on getting a new one. I'll let you know how this work out. I'm done with you. China. Well, let's see. <laughs> let's go ahead and play with what Sis said going on. And let's see what's going on in this tired old segment of what's going on in the streets. Like by the me. No, I'm not doing it. Wow. You went to hoe around in your 20s and your 30s. Now you're 50 and you're single because you was hoeing around all around town, community dick. And now you want to get somebody that's younger because they less used. You're used. So you're used up and you want somebody less used up. No, go ahead and get your match. They be out here, they be having several baby mothers, several kids, but want a girl with no kids. No, get your I feel you, sis. So I absolutely agree with what she was saying, with the exception of I'm like I ain't never into no older nigga who 
was obsessed or preferred me to have kids. That part I've never experienced personally. I've heard of it happening, but I've never personally experienced it. Oh, no, I've always saying, had people, you know, most guys shocked that I didn't have kids. Because she was like, oh, go meet your match. You know, people, you got seven, you know, seven big moms and so on and so on and so that. I get it. You want somebody, you want me because I ain't got no kids. I got that. No, just specifically that one little piece of, oh, you want me because I ain't got no kids. I've never had personally had that piece of the experience because, again, Almost every man that I have met has been absolutely shocked that I didn't have children. Yeah, right. I mean, so, it's I, but outside of that, I I absolutely get it, of course, because by the time you older, you know, your children are older, you know, my age, around the same age, you know, whatever what the case may be. So, but you got, I feel like when you're dealing with older men, it's just like you're dealing with any other man. You got to have a set of standards. If you're going to let somebody come to you on bullshit, no matter what their baggage is, because everybody got baggage. Hell, you can be 32 and come with several baby moms and, you know what I mean, all this other drama and stuff like that going on. You just literally have less years of life experience due to the age. But outside of that, you can come to, you can be anyway, any age and coming on bullshit with bullshit and baggage. True, but it also could be... <laughs> You could also be the older guy that none of the older women want because you was so thought about on your day. Now all you have to choose from is or you could be the old guy that's weird as shit. That too. But again, you have to have it as a, as a woman. You know, if you're getting to know somebody or you're meeting people or you're, you're dating, you know, your skill set and your experience should be able to weed out those things. You know what I mean? Like I said, with anybody in the other age. <laughs> I mean, that's how I look at. That's how. I, that's how I. Do it. I treat him like any other man. I know if you want bullshit and if you older, listen, you can I'm holding you more accountable because you've been here longer. True. Personally, that's how I nah, that's how I get down. I don't know about the rest of y'all. I don't know. I'm just saying that's just me. Because ain't no old though. nigga going to the life talking, out of me. I think she's talking about a specific t- a specific type. The type I, okay. that wants to they they just you know, they they prey upon certain kinds of women for certain reasons. That's what it's given to me. Because for you to say, because I, I, ultimately the reason why you would want someone not to have kids is because a big a big factor about that is, well, some of the major ones, is dealing with the baby father or the past situation. Mm-hmm. The kid may or may not get along with you too. well. And the parent just, above all things, just doesn't have the same amount of time for you as a person who is single with no kids necessarily speaking because why mm-hmm. kids come first that's what i said i feel like it's part of a control factor you know mm-hmm. that can hold control piece too so pretty much just giving yeah. the old heads that used to come up to the high school to get the young bitches sure because you knew the bitches your age like you said it's the the ones who, who the women their age they don't want they don't them. want them no more <laughs> you know whatever. And, but that can be at any age you can be a weirdo at any age True, and women too. your age not want you you know what i mean that's so true. I feel like again, I don't know what y'all out here doing, but personally, I said I run deal on these niggas and holding account. I don't care how old you is. You can be thirty eight or eighty eight. I don't give a fuck. Accountable you will be, sir. Okay, do you hear me? But I get what she was saying. I get what she was. Saying. I definitely get what she was saying because I because <laughs> I ran into a couple. You know, like you can have certain conversations. You know, you can tell, but within the first few minutes of certain conversations, that a motherfucker, you know, is weird or they weren't controlling something like that. And red, them red flags pop up, and like I said, red they flags do. can pop up at any age. And again, if you older and you giving off red flags of guys. It's the same reflex of guys that's my age. Oh, you were, you know what I'm saying? True. It's easy for you to get shot down much more quickly. True. But maybe she's just. 
I get it. from I her experience. And I, I don't feel know. you with the fact that she was probably speaking to a specific type yeah, of, of, guys. of older guy. Because like I said, I done met some cool ass old cats. Okay? okay. And I done met some weird ass old cats. And I done met some corny ass old cats. Mm-hmm. So again, the, all of the cats are there. No matter how old you are. Mm-hmm. No matter what age bracket you fall under, yeah, they're all out there. Weird, fly, ugly, big, fat, tall, small, likable, charming, all of that. So, it is what it is, personally. Out there. What we got next on the Whisk and Wizard one? Child, treacherous Tyrese. Oh, and when I, I said, oh, Lord, what's Tyrese do now? First of all, I just find it funny so how. Black do now? So, he asked his, he asked his ex-wife oh, back for his last name. name. Um, after she made videos, he pulled you know, Ike Turner recently. And they got my daddy's blood on it. Two weeks ago, whatever like that. So, you know, um, he's asking her back for his last name. What I find, what if I, what, what I find weird about this is a few weeks ago, just this whole back and forth is just really crazy. It sounds like mm-hmm. they're going through a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Um, the divorce has been messy, so to speak. Uh, How, which wife n- number is this? How many wives have Tyrese had? I no, this is just the most recent one who he's going through a situation. Where he was quote unquote begging to come back. That's the that's the thing I remember. So this is I'm gonna call her pandemic wifey. Oh, I remember okay. her from the pandemic. Okay, that's the one from the pandemic. Okay. Yes. So you know, I don't know. I have no idea. Um, the divorce seems like it's going crazy, and it see for me a couple weeks ago I saw her make a post about how. I seen it with my own two eyes. You came to the public and told us, "Oh, oh my goodness!" You know, people were in my ear during the during our you know situation when I was deciding to split for him, and I was pretty much listening to what people around me were telling me and getting into my ear. But now it's, "Oh, you're manipulative. You're this um, stuff about that." Like her hardest lesson after listening to the Joe Budden interview when he was saying all kinds of stuff about their situation and kind of letting the cat out of the bag about. What they were fighting over, uh, you know, in court and the twenty thousand uh, dollar child support situation that was brewing and bubbling. So you know, it gets to be really messy. And honestly, I time and time and again, I just keep telling myself, see, this is exactly why you're glad you don't have no kids because shit like this is just too too much. And why do we keep handling shit like this on the internet? So now he wants his last name back because she keeps. You know, it's 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 wishy. One day it's given. Oh, I regret giving. You know, I regret mm-hmm. not being with him anymore. And now it's oh, you this, you this, you that, you that, you manipulative, and you don't deserve access to me in this kind of way. So give the man his last name back and just call it a day. I guess I don't know. Like at this point, are y'all like, if y'all not gonna be together, then just call it completely quits. It just seemed really crazy to me. I just was like, where is this coming from? Like I want to see it. This is a lot. It is a lot. He talking about three, three uh, law firms later. You know what, Tyrese? I'm just going pretty for you. Okay. Me too. Because every time we turn around, Tyrese is on the internet arguing <laughs> or yelling at somebody about something or going back and forth for somebody. Like it's just like Black Tie can't get a break. I mean, he undoubtedly has a lot going on yeah. upstairs, up there where the elevator goes to the top. It's a lot going on in there. And not saying that's taking away accountability or adding anything, any insults to injury. Mm. We don't know every single little thing, but like, just call it quits, y'all, please, at this point. Let it go. It's a baby, I'm a string. Cut the string, man. Cut the string. Cut ties. 
That's all that I seen that was going on, me personally. Mm, child. I just want to touch on that briefly. Yeah, because it, it's, it's really a whole lot of too much going on. Of course, we going to, you know, leave that that puff literature shit alone because it's team too much. Because oh now we goodness. got Uncle Luke and Aaron and him. About, it's a lot going on. Oh, my goodness. It's really a lot going it is on. A lot it's, going it's, on. It's, it's too much. It's really, it's, it's really too much. But at, at the end of the day, it's not mm-hmm. unrumored. You know that these types of things have, you know, have or have not happened allegedly. I um, actually saw a video. I don't know if it was resurfacing, but Freddie, Freddie P from the Big and the Band too. He touched on the NDA situation about you know and stuff like that, like how they had to sign those in exchange for the royalties, and you know that got real, real crazy over there. He talked about that and he men- mentioning. Mm. Allegedly, 500k was split for the three seasons of the show that they did between the six of them. They had to split split that. 500k split between six for three seasons. I don't know if it's listen. I just was like, mm. Sean, you know you wrong. That's textbook, just industry shit. That's textbook. Sean, I got your ass. Industry wrong. shit. And if you let me do it again, you'd be a damn fool. Okay. Okay. Right. All right. Moving on. <laughs> all right. So we gonna get. All right. So we just oh, gonna go to, ahead. Up. That's gonna wrap up. What you meant to what? I meant to switch this. Oh, I felt. I felt. I felt like we shouted them out already. We did. So when I, I saw I it. I was like, I didn't mean to put that in there. I meant to put um, something else here. But it's a list. I'm just gonna select somebody else real quick. I did. So this week's boss of the week flavor spot. Special Jamaican flavor, giving you those Jamaican tastes, the Jamaican cuisine. They have a website and they also have an Instagram. Um, the flavor spot, everything spelled correctly, all together as one. Um, they are located on 6417 Rising Sun Avenue. They're also located on 5013 North Broad Street in Philadelphia. Giving a shout out to them. They seem to be very popular. And if you're looking for something. Yeah, they pretty good. I actually had them before. Yeah, I didn't try. But so they food looked like it was. Listen. So I'm like, you know, not too long in our ago, city, there's not a lot of Jamaican spots that's still doing well. That used to be doing well back in the day. Because I got sick off of one a couple years ago. It's a bunch of them popping up across the city like, like it used to be. Some Chinese of them you can't even it. eat it. Oh, we won't even go yeah. there. Um, <laughs> Kingston. But anyway. <laughs> I've been trying to get some of that lasagna for ages. And then when I did go, y'all didn't have it. I waited in line. Y'all forced me to get a large platter. It just was a whole lot of shit. That I didn't even like. deserve a name. Yeah. But yeah. But the Flavor Spot, www.theflavorspot.com. Order online with them. They have their menu available. Um, They do all the good. They have the midweek munchies. They have soups. They have jerk pork. Their jerk salmon and I shrimp. I was try that when I went back. Brown stew fish. Give it up for them. So that's the flavor spot, not flavor, like how we say it in the hood, but flavor mm-hmm. spot. Give them a shout out. I got to try that jerk pork. Give I them a try. First, please. But I saw head jerk pork, and I mm-hmm. said, I got to try this. Yeah. yeah. That is ghetto. Do you hear me? I got to try it. You know, I'm going back. So flavor spot, I will be back. All right, Anna. We're going to move on to the topics, but we got up first. The bomb ever. <laughs> I thought that this was interesting. Keep a couple wet wipes case a bum try to touch me. Ew. Ew. I thought that this was interesting. 
um, um, in process post. Which part of it? It's a little media. the entire the entirety or parts of it? Um, just parts of it. I mean, I read through the whole thing. I'm not gonna read it verbatim, but uh, um, this girl talked about um. Her dream job is actually to have no job, but what she and just to just to have ample money to be able to just travel and like be on her own kind of vibe type of thing. Mm-hmm. So what she did was she saved up her money and she didn't work for six months, um, and she was pretty much living. She um she just enjoyed being unemployed, and she called it her quote unquote bum era. She was going out of town. She was sitting by pools. She was going shopping. Um so. But she didn't want to mislead anyone, and so she did. I like the post because she did give some tips, and she did also add, in addition to that, she added some things that she wished she would have done differently. So along with this, she she said, you know, she saved up for everything. She was able to pay her, she was always able to pay her bills and to invest and stuff like that and have multiple accounts. She got bonuses. So she really planned this thing out. Mm-hmm. Um, and she did mention that she did do lift occasionally to be able to make more cash to add restart to replenish that savings because over the course of time she sold up like 20 20k so when she was but she but she made it a point to say listen i did not i did facials massages i got my nails done i didn't skimp on that kind of shit but she was like i I was like i didn't eat out often i did cook a lot at home but as far as my experiences when i travel i didn't hold back on nothing i really lived kicked my feet up and took advantage of the time to just be unemployed and and just be on the vibe. And I really, and I felt like a part of me really could relate to this um, because I felt like travel was such a, like a freeing part of my life. Like it was such, it was, it was needed for enrichment. It was needed for thought. It was needed to to help me grow as a person, to see how other people live and be exposed to other cultures. I think that's essential to one's experience in the world. Mm -hmm. Like really, when you think about it, just the plain thought, if I'm in this world and I haven't seen other parts of it, all I know is my country. Some people haven't even been traveled outside of their state. So, you know, just traveling to me really brings into, you know, perspective, you know, you as a person, and it, it brings those characteristics out of you. Because you go through experiences. You don't know how strong you are mentally. You get to know parts of it. Oh, I would have never tried this if I would have never came over here. I'm, you know, oh, I like this part of their culture. Let me put that put that, and make that, implement that into my own daily life when I get back and I come off of this bum era. So I thought it was really interesting. Um, and I thought that I, my younger self, I wish I would have did something like this. I'm like, damn. I'm like, it's not too late. But at the same time, it's just like, yo. Doing this while you're super young, I think it could give you so so much perspective. I mean, it definitely. Can, I feel like it, doing it at any age can give you perspective, True. but ultimately, that's my retirement. So I would hate to do six months like that, or however long she did like that, and then go back to work. I mean, depending depending upon what's going on, because honestly, I not know nine to five. I keep an open mind to. I keep an open mind to it. No, but she was doing. Uh, but keep in mind, she was doing other things to keep her bit to keep her busy. She was tra- among that traveling. She also was still doing lift and stuff like that. That's a job for some people. No, that's it absolutely is. Income. But that's what I'm saying. I, I, that's why I was specific about the fact that I would not go back to a nine to five. Like if I would to set my life up like that, let's say my life. That that's how I envisioned my retirement. Exactly how she. How she described what she did, like I would, I'm not and can't and won't and refuse to go back to a nine to five lifestyle. Once you know, after experience and all that, because that's just what I would want my lifestyle to be moving forward. That's my goal to have my lifestyle like that. Period. Absolutely, and me just playing, thinking of the other side of the game, and just knowing that life often throws curveballs. 
So me being, oh, I will definitely be open to something like this because you may have a period in your life where it's just like, I can't fuck with shit else but just doing this right now. This is what I need. And then I'm going to come back and go to the drawing board and figure out where I want to go from here. Often people have these times. Some people call it a midlife crisis. Some people talk, call it stepping away and taking a break and figuring it out. You might fucking think you... You know what? Bye, USA. I'm going halfway across the world. I'll be back. I see you. I, I see you later. I know people who have done it. I know people who have left the country with nothing but a backpack and have and, mm-hmm. and stayed gone and went to damn fucking Australia with a backpack, bro. It's like, time to go. Yeah, got out of here. So I thought that that was really interesting. I'm like, and all the things that she did, that she and she still didn't compromise on certain things, and she took care of herself and not like that is a that's that's pretty impressive for someone I mean, to and think she that I wouldn't want to fucking you know playing all of it and then playing and to, like, still not be able to do the thing. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, that's no. wild. But I, what I do think she did that was smart, though, she did incorporate traveling to where her friends are. So she has friends that live oh, yeah, outside that of where sense. she lives. So that made sense to do that and, yeah. you know, still keep it and still have them a part of your life. Mm-hmm. I like that. I just thought, you know, just looking at how she thought that you, people don't really think shit through nowadays. So just, just that whole thought process was just cool to me and how she made her money stretch and shit. So yep. Yeah, she I mean she did it well. She should have gave some some saving tips to the people. She did, but I just didn't go oh, through okay. all of it. It was a lot of different what's That's it that she done okay, But she but I did touch on it a little bit. She works in finance, so she invests her money. She had different accounts that made money. And she knows she, a little she bit more about money than the average person. Than the average person, so that's why. See. So I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. What we got next up on this list? I don't know where the full sound been coming from, but it's been bothering me. Non-sexual lessons for the young lady. So it's six pieces. Okay. Yeah. I said six pieces. Um, six steps. Damn, they hard to click on. Okay. Yeah, I got them. Uh. So That's what I was scrolling. The next one is going to be something different. That's why I, I, I'm not going to oh, tap on it. I'm going to just leave it how it is. Okay, you guys. So we have non-sexual lessons every mother much must excuse me teach her daughter. Not even that. I just wanted, I didn't list it like that only because I feel like it's something that every woman should be taught, period. Even if it's not by your mother. Every young woman should be taught this. It doesn't I mean, necessarily have to be. Yeah, I get what, yeah. It, I get what he yeah. was saying, though. I mean, I, I feel like, I mean... Ultimately, you're always saying the same thing because if every mother taught her daughter, then every woman will know. They would, but not everybody has a mama. I mean, well, mother figure, guardian, what else? You know, them type of people. Okay, so six non-sexual lessons that we feel like all women should be accustomed to. So the first one says being physically attractive is a great way to get attention. Being mentally attractive is the only way to keep it. Educate yourself, address your reoccurring toxic thoughts, deal with your insecurities, and learn how to be happy alone. I feel like we speak on this all the time. We do. That's why I was glad it was number one. Because I'm like, we always talk about, you know, of course, we're educated women. You know, we talk about like liking to learn and you learn something new every day. Yeah. Um, you know, being self-aware, addressing what you're talking. Because I see all the time, you know, Instagram be reading me with a lot of these little posts and stuff like that and whatever. 
you know, addressing the things that you're, you know, insecure about, your flaws, all of those kinds of things. And we uh, definitely always talk about learning how to be happy by yourself yes. and satisfied with yourself before you're happy with anyone else. Um, we just talked about that several weeks back um, in depth um, when we had another post that broke it down specifically. So, I mean, yeah, like I said, I'm, I'm glad it was number one, too, because I make shit. It make the most sense. Yes, it does. All right, what's the second one say? Normalize saying no without needing to over-explain yourself. If someone is offended by your boundaries, that's their problem. The best weight you'll ever lose is the weight of other people's opinions of you. Now, see, that one is a little bit more difficult because that's more someone other people. True. Because you do, I, I I know I specifically have an issue, you know, with this at times, more times, you know, in the past than now as an adult. But, you know, I, I don't I don't feel the need to explain myself if I say no. But who I'm saying no to, just like the average person would oftentimes, oh, well, why? Don't fucking ask me why. I'm like my, my mom used to say, because I fucking said so. That's circumstantial for me. Because if I take a look, if I, if I, at that moment, if I feel like I'm being short and there's no need for me to be short, and it's not going to make the situation, and if I don't have nothing to lose by explaining myself, then, you know, but sometimes I just simply don't feel like it. I feel, like you never have, I feel like you never have anything to lose by saying no. I feel like you, we just want to coddle the person we're saying no to because we... We feel we feel some kind of way, or we feel bad that we hurt their feelings in some type of way, or made them feel some type of way because we said no. And I feel like that's just part of the oversensitivity I talk about a lot that people have because it's like, why do I have to be coddle sensitive or coddle you to the fact that I gotta explain myself? Like it's simply because I said no. You could have asked somebody else. Are you asking everybody else to explain themselves, or are you just asking me? Because that's where my head starts to go. Because no, my head starts to go is why did you ask me in the first just think fucking like that place? In general. So sometimes, because I look, I looked at it, I looked at it from the perspective of, um, because no, sometimes you can just say the word no, but no comes, no comes in in various different ways, and sometimes with that no, I automatically know that I'm going to tell them why I'm saying no. Sometimes I I, I know that I'm going to tell somebody why I'm saying no, so that way we don't have nothing else to talk about. I get that. I, I so can see I that. do I approach that. some situations with that. With that in mind, but other times, I somebody may catch me off guard with something. I'll just just feel like saying no. Now, with that being said, especially with your first example, a lot of the times, you know, my 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 approach, my nature, my nature, my demeanor is the way that it is, so that people don't ask me anything that I need to even say no to. I would like for you to accept my demeanor as the no, so you don't even have to ask. So you already know that know better. So in some situations, that works for me. I don't know why as I've gotten older, some of the situations that it used to work for me in, some people are starting to challenge me a little bit more. And when they, why the fuck would you ask me that? And I think that's only because maturity comes into play. Mm -hmm. And you just, you know, you try to be, you know, when I be trying to be friendly, that's when people try me. That's why I don't like being the fuck friendly. Cause when I be friendly, people try me. <laughs> and I gotta say no. <laughs> And you know to go into all of this other stuff, but right. And I'm be I keep 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 no. Hey, yeah, I'm, 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 right. Hey, no. See, 
I See, mean, you, 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 you feel me. So that's really saying. how I feel about that. So I'm just saying. <sighs> All right, let's. Oh, oh, shit. Hold on. Number three. Ooh, 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 ooh. I found it. Don't subscribe to other people's definition of fun. Fun doesn't mean drinking. Fun doesn't mean partying. Fun doesn't mean socializing. Fun can be a night alone, getting lost in a book, a deep conversation, a walk, creating art, playing music, or doing your work. Fun is yours to define. I think, yeah, that's absolutely true. I've always subscribed to that. Mm-hmm. I feel like when you're younger, you know, especially when you like a college kid or whatever like it, you're you're limited. Your mind is limited to what you feel like fun is until you start to, you know, travel, experience mm-hmm. things, you know, all of that stuff that we just talked about a few moments ago. When you start to experience those types of things and you get older and um, some things start to, you know, unwind or maybe develop in different ways, you just sit back and think like, okay, well, maybe I don't need to do this today. Maybe I feel like doing a little bit more of this today and because this is what I want to do, this is what I'm deeming as fun for the moment. We just wake up like, this shit isn't fun anymore. Well, right. Sometimes <laughs> you just wake up like, this shit not fun no more. It's not. I don't yeah, want like to do it. Yeah, like one day I woke up and taking shots wasn't fun no more. I like to drink, but taking shots is not my friend. Not, not your friend. It's not. But, I mean, I think that that's, I, I agree with that completely. Taking hella shots back to back ain't my friend, but I can take a couple shots. Mm-mm, I never like taking shots. I don't think anybody does. Mm-mm, I could see it and drink my street shit. I'm doing it now. But that whole... Thing, I don't like it. Pineapple. Repeatedly, no. I don't like it at all, even once. What's wrong that. with me just sitting here and sipping my drink? Nothing wrong. With a mouthful, it's the same the thing. If I sit here and sip my shit and I take a mouth go, it's the same thing as me taking a shot, right? No. And you know it's not. How is not? If I take a whole goat, a mouthful of liquor is a mouthful of liquor, whether you're throwing it back or sipping it. You're not finishing a whole shot, though. You don't know. You, the measurement may be off. Why do you gotta be so fucking technical? A I'm mouthful saying, of liquor is a mouthful of liquor. I guess, but you're not about to sit here and a shot is made for you to just pull it back. But that's what I'm saying. If I take a sip, uh, take a shot, a shot is a sip. Same thing. A sip is different. No, I'm not. I know a sip is different than the shot, but I'm saying if I take the amount, the same amount in my sip that somebody was taking the shot, it's the same shit. Yeah, but who's to say that? You, you, um, that's a, that's a, that's to you. That's subjective. That's your perspective. I can't measure that. It, that is the specific amount of ounces that it's supposed to be. Is it a one ounce shot? Is it a one and a half ounce shot? Is it a two ounce shot? Is it a double? That's real shit, though. You got to admit that's some real shit. Like, I'm not trying to be too technical, but that's some real shit. I'm just saying. What? Shut up. Shutting up. You always got to be so damn technical. Up, shut fuck till your fuck shuts up. (laughs) Anyway. What was that? You I probably said it wrong, like but Mary that's from a movie. Poppins. That's from a movie, though. She was like, "Shut up, shut up." It's a, it's a, it's a funny movie, yo. She be sniffing in that in that clip. <laughs> okay, let me get back to being serious. So before you get married, oh I feel like this is this is this should be standard. <laughs> Discussing Bill's parenting beliefs will be the, the beliefs that will be instilled in your children: childhood traumas, sexual expectations. 
financial expectations, family health, career, and education. Love is not enough. Is love enough no. to make you stay with me? Let me tell you something. When I read that one, I shouted. Fuck no love ain't enough. It ain't. But you want to know nope. something? I nope, don't even nope, know if people nope. like... For me, because as a person who's always never felt like, oh, I'm about to have, I'm about to, I'm about to be a mom of seven, or <laughs> you know, some people well, just the hype shit. I'm, I'm hyping it, seven. I'm hyping this shit up. But some women really like you, at, with knowing them, you know that they aspire to be mothers. That's something that they want to mm-hmm. do, right? So even with me having a conversation, because sometimes that changes for people. I have had conversations with significant others and even children. I said children, people who. Um, that I was just dating and, you know, just talking about, like, parenting and stuff like that and just their beliefs. And I'm just like, nah, buddy. Nope. It's not for you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, I, I see what you mean. What? I've had, yeah. And I've even, even just having conversation with people or friends in general. And you just be like, if you was the opposite sex or if you were somebody that was in a dating pool, this would be a hell no. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Like, love you, friends. Mm-hmm. Absolutely not. You made that up. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you got to tell your friend, you made that up. Mm-hmm. All the way to fuck up. Child. Mm-hmm. Oh, what's number four? I'm sorry. I wasn't on point. I read it. No. Oh, shit. Five. Sorry. Um, ooh. This one, this one was interesting. The age of 15 to 30 is the golden era of your life. You make your friends and lose them too. You make mistakes. Correct them too. You fail, you fail, you fail, you fall, learn, realize, you hit reality, you fall in love, and you get hurt too. You lose yourself, and eventually you become stronger. Remember, these are the best years of your life. You should understand the difference between enjoying it and ruining it. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I feel like it may be a little bit hard for people to to uh to know the difference between enjoying it and ruining it. I feel like what some people can deem as enjoying their life, they may actually be ruining that shit. Mm. Mm. You know what I mean? Just because of what their idea of fun is. Just to go back to, what was it, number three? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. What Or not, not even just fun, whatever you know your morals are or whatever your current circumstances are, you feel like, you know, what you need or what's necessary for you to thrive and and survive in your current times, that may look different for some people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I agree. So it sure may. It may, you know, what others may look like, damn, you are ruining your life by doing it. You may think it's actually helping it or you may actually be enjoying it. Like, for example, I enjoy having sugar daddies. Other people may look at it as I'm ruining my life. I'm crying. I'm ruining your life. Just saying. Just to give a vague example. <laughs> you don't think so? I mean, yeah, I can see that. Just like how I see someone could think someone with no kids marrying someone who has five could be ruining their life. Right. I mean, I wouldn't recommend off the rip. But, you know, you've heard it, you know, being said, like, oh, why would you do something like that? Like, you know, you don't have any. He has like, yeah, we've heard it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I can't get the number six for some reason. I've been trying and trying. I can't. I have it pulled up right here. I don't know why it's, um, I don't it's, know why it's, it's doing something weird with me. 
the the final one says heal before having children so your children don't have to heal from having you as a parent yes when i that one was a fucking read i don't care what nobody said off the manuscript of life that shit was a fucking (laughs) read to all the parents do you hear me i'm weak right now (laughs) seriously it was was. seriously off the manuscript of life for real so your kids don't got to heal because that's why DHS exists. Listen. Hmm. <laughs> and that ain't no shade. <laughs> no the shade. The reason why DHS exists is because we got a bunch of unhealed ass parents. Caliban around here doing life. Doing all kinds of shit and making a <laughs> statement. Take care of your boy. Ass making ass. a statement. Right. Yes. Shit. While you went around trying to still collect the fucking benefits. You can't do that once the state get them, you stupid ass. You know what? Let's go ahead and move on. I'm about to, get, I'm about to start getting triggered again. Uh, triggered please don't tell me about the child. Anyway. But, please do not make that play, comment go play. And that's the last thing I need. Please stop. Don't look at it. Now I'm going to delete it. <laughs> I keep getting notifications. I can't deal with this shit. All right, so those are the non-sexual lessons that, you know, we yes. had that all young ladies, and realistically, I feel like those don't even just need to be subscribed to young women, but young men as well. Oh, yeah, that too. I don't know why I was just focused specifically on young ladies, because young I young men can benefit from, from, from that to a thousand well. percent, just like I feel like pe- young people, period, need to know about rearing child development, rearing children, pregnancy, and parenthood. Mm-hmm. As a whole, bottom line, whether whether or not you want to become a parent or not, bottom line, because all auntiehood, all auntie and uncle and grandparenthood is an extension of parenthood. It's an extension of that. It's yeah, not the, said, the same exact thing, but oh, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Because they ain't coming to my house. Cause I ain't changing no diapers. They got to be potty trained to come to my house. Bag, bag. Yes, they got to be potty trained to come to my house. They got to be able to use the bathroom Talk on their they own. Talk for everything. Yes, and listen, I do not change no pampers. Do you hear me? You got to be able to talk and say, I'm good if y'all want this. <laughs> okay, you want what? Okay, you're fucking bad over here. Okay. Tears, stop playing with me, bitch, from the backseat. <laughs> yeah, okay. So I saw my fucking nephew doing things, giving his little bed. He ain't do nothing but smile and giggle the whole time. Just to tease me, ain't do nothing but spit the whole damn time. I'm crying. I said, oh, look at this. I said, well, y'all can, you know, y'all can bring him over when he... Well, he can walk and he probably drink. I'll let you <laughs> So, those are the topics and that wraps up that we are going to skip, 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 skip down to the reality check of this week. Yes. Anna, you put this shit on here. I said, oh, Lord, here she go. I don't know. It just seemed like something serious to talk about. Something serious. Why something so real. Serious? And something real. So the late great Bell Hooks, it was an ex, uh, an extracted portion of a conversation she was sitting down mm-hmm. having with a gentleman regarding stereotypes when it comes to African Americans or Black people or people of color. No, just us. So <laughs> let me um first of all let me make sure that my ringer, I mean my thing is up. Turn my volume up. Oh my God. We don't pay that. We won't get paid by them. But all right, let me try to um get this together for y'all. This ain't the way it's supposed to be. 
Let me let me turn it off. Meet a black person who completely challenges every racial stereotype that they've ever had. Rather than giving up the stereotype, they get they create a special category for that person and say, "Well, you're you're not like other black people." Or instead of saying, "My ideas of black people were too narrow or too," and and I think that's the tragedy of any kind of prejudicial thinking that w when we confront. Any the circumstance that tells us it's not so, we frequently don't enlarge our sense of things. We we actually come up with new ways to protect and defend that way of thinking. She and she's right, mm -hmm. and that comes to anything, not even just prejudicial prejudicial thinking. So I, I I thought that that was interesting. I'm like, oftentimes in society, they definitely do. They make these weird ass categories. We see it with music. We see it with modeling. We see it with the fashion industry, we see it even even with just anything. It's weird. Like, it's like, just like she said, like, hang it the fuck up. Smack the stereotype down. Leave it where it's at and just say, wow. Just acknowledge the fact that, in fact, like she said, indeed. It is what it is. Your yeah. way, your, your, your perception of us was entirely too narrow. You can't. You're putting us in this box that we did Try not to subscribe these to. Exception categories. Absolutely. Like you're exceptional because you do this or you do that. And even so, like, and I was going through the comments, and my you know, my favorite thing is telling black people that they talk white. I fucking hate that saying. And from the second I heard it in my life, I always felt like it was so stupid. It was stupid. I'm There's speaking no the king. I'm white, speaking yeah. the king's English. And yes. Black people do code switch because why? Because our language that we speak at home with our family or in the streets with our cousin them isn't the same language that corporate is speaking. You can't go up to them, oh yeah, what up, folk? Like we can't, like you can be who you are a thousand percent, but there's mm -hmm. nothing wrong with having a strong background and, and expertise in, in, a, in a specific industry mm -hmm. or field, asserting yourself, educating yourself, and henceforth moving forward with that knowledge and speaking like you got the right to move in that way. Taking up the space. Matter of fact, y'all thinking was too narrow because we taking up more space than the fuck y'all thought we was. That's right. That's all it is. That's right, because you know code switching is Even amongst thing. black people. Come on now. Yep. I just had to put that out there for everybody. Mm. And that was just only one example of how that happens. But honestly, like, just open your mind to, with even with other things, not even speaking about prejudicial thinking, just, because uh, you're going to be prejudiced against a whole bunch of shit. Right. Open your mind to another way. It doesn't necessarily have to be something that you subscribe to, but you can be educated about Different ways people do different things. Mm -hmm. You may not be a Muslim, but you know that they go to Juma every Friday. You know they pray several times a day. You know that, and just and you don't have you don't have to subscribe to that because that's not who you are, what you choose to do. But you acknowledge that because that's something that other people choose to do, and it's a fact. It's a fucking Fendi fact. Just because it's not your way of life doesn't mean it's not a way of life. Songs gonna kill your life. That's what Stevie said. Do, 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 do. And I think that was so eloquently put. Thank you, Bell Hooks, for that. Because she said it nicer than somebody, Keisha from the hood, would have said it. Keisha would have been like, Y'all got me fucked up regardless. I know how to play Beethoven shit on a piano and I twerk on that Thursdays. Me of something somebody told me at work one day. And I eat Dallas Room with my girlfriend. I remember somebody told me one day, 
how do you talk to clients regularly? Then you turn it right and snip it right off and talk to the rest of us like you a crazy person. I said, because y'all got to know not to fucking play with me. <laughs> and these clients are right now. <laughs> play with somebody else. Sorry, y'all. Play with your kids, baby. Not with safe me. safe out here in these streets. <laughs> you hear me? Yeah. And that's that's pretty, that's what it is. Because I, listen, y'all got to know not to fuck with me. These clients are right now. Yeah, because it's a difference. They know, I can't talk to them that way because I have I know that. Right. And I'm like, they know I have to be, you know, an example and lead I'm, by all this yeah, stuff. Yeah, professional Yeah. But y'all, get it together. Yeah. They know who I be. They don't know. And stop acting like y'all know, because y'all know. Y'all know that I've been there. It's no beef, but y'all didn't. Stop acting like y'all don't know. Okay? Right. R.I.P. Uncle Earl. I just had to say that. That was your background music. I'm, you know yes. I always got background music when you be doing your speeches. I'm done. Not my speeches. I'm done. You that do. When, I, when you be going on your, 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 your tens, when you be going on your fucking rounds and letting the people know, you know I always got your background music. Didn't. Didn't. Today it was DMX. Not, not Uncle Earl. How did he get into it? Because you said they don't know we did. Just like how she said, how I get into it? Like, no. But anyway. <laughs> Girl. <laughs> all we have for you this week and i'm so happy to be here so happy to be back i hope that you are well and i hope that you are on our website looking at the content subscribing to the shit sending it to whoever and you know living life and it's december so y'all niggas better bundle up because it's cold outside yes it is you understand me it's almost christmas time Mm -hmm. new year's time y'all know (laughs) Y'all know our annual break is coming up. Don't act like y'all know. Okay, because Christmas, I'm be sitting back lazy, fat, enjoying my life, and all kinds of shenanigans, just like the rest of y'all when y'all watch your kitties play under the trees and all of that. I will not be doing all of that, okay? I will be getting lit. They don't know. I'm just saying, that's what I'm going to be doing. While y'all um, chestnuts roasting on the open fire, okay? I'm going to be lit outside with drinks like that. Child, I've been sleep since Wednesday. Well, I'm trying to stretch so I can be outside. <laughs> All right, now. We'll see right. you guys We'll see you guys next, next week. week. Holla back at us. Again, don't forget, we're taking a break on, on Krimmer. And um, is it Krimmer or New Year? I think we need to revisit um, the, the drawing board on that. Uh, that's why they wasn't. Shit, we might take a two week break. Real, real. Ooh, we might need to revisit. she cussing? Anyway. All right, what? What the fuck is going on the rest of the year? All right, yo, we gonna leave before we fuck. It's a lot happening crazy. in the background. We love y'all.